Okay, you guys, I am just so glad to have our special guest with us, Mr. J.D. Iker. He is a Youngstown, Ohio area born and bred musician known for expressive vocals and meaningful, carefully crafted lyrics. He possesses an original voice, both literally and figuratively. Iker brings the melodic sensibilities of great British songwriters such as Paul McCartney and Elvis Costello. With four full-length albums to his credit, JD was enlisted to create the soundtrack to author Nicholas Sparks' 20th novel, Two by Two. The now standalone release consists of songs sourced from his previous albums, along with a title track written specifically for the novel and its themes. An artist who tours extensively in the U.S., Iker also founded the Youngstown, Ohio-based JD Summer Song Fest in 2014, which showcases national and local artists and raises money for a variety of community nonprofits. He has shared billings with a wide range of well-known acts, including Coldplay, Arun 5, Train, Dave Matthews Band, The Fray, Matt Nathanson, Sister Hazel, and more. And in the summer of 2020, amidst the coronavirus pandemic and a halt to touring, JD launched a Patreon page where he hosts his full back catalog of music, exclusive live streams, videos, and more. JD has been releasing music over the past couple of months and will be releasing an album very soon. And we're so honored to have you here, JD, as a part of Black Canvas. Thank you so much. Yeah, for thank you very much for having me. I'm, I'm excited to be part of this. Well, you know, I'm really excited too. I love talking to y'all. Y'all are just a lot of the guests I've talked to from around the world, especially the, the musicians. Y'all have such great backstories. And when I heard that you on the same building with Maroon 5 and the Frey, I was like, man, I mean, this is going to be a great guest. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Oh, thank, thank you very and much. And I love your music, too. And I, I've been listening to it all the last couple of weeks. I've, I've heard it before, but I definitely have been streaming it and sharing it with my friends and telling people to, to definitely follow you for sure. Man, thank you. I appreciate that a lot. Man. Oh, no Thanks problem. So, J.D., I have some fun questions. I'm going to do like a lightning round of questions. And so these are going to be the first things okay. that come to mind. And it's based on actually some songs that you have done. And I've actually have some lyrics to some of the mm -hmm. songs that I actually came up with questions for too. Okay. Oh wow, this is, uh, this is high pressure. Okay, sounds good. Well, you like pressure. <laughs> You're a musician, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm up for I'm up for the challenge. <laughs> All right. So yeah. the the actual prize at the end is just going to be that you beat me in the contest. So that's the only. <laughs> okay. okay. Cool. So well, that'll be fun. I don't. I don't even know if I want that, man. You know, I mean, I, well, I want to I mean, get along here. Well, you, you got to get some bragging rights. So we're gonna we're gonna make it work. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So the first thing we have is "Find Me Here," and so the lyrics mm -hmm. that I found that I thought would be really great to talk about it. You're gonna find me here when the world is shaking and the world is breaking. So the question I have is, mm -hmm. what is one thing you have seen in the last year that has broken your heart? Oh man. I mean, uh, yeah, well, everything with, uh, with the pandemic has been just eaten away, um, at me as far as just the way that we're, we're handling it and kind of the outrage toward one another and, and all that has been a big issue. Uh, I actually have a, a whole song that kind of was born out of the, you know, the George Floyd stuff from, from last year that went on and um it's just this i mean man this you could you could almost like just take your pick of any month over month or two over the past year or so and 
and there's something you know something worth uh wanting to do better with you know as as people and i love that you said that jd i think the hardest thing is um us moving forward um and even like you said with george floyd being using as an example and me being african-american i know how hard that is and also with my career being a counselor you know you have to be non-biased in a lot of ways but you know just going through experiences and i've dealt with with negativity as relates really relates to like police brutality and racial profiling so i know how hard that can be and like i said the one thing i love about this show is that we bring so many different types of individuals from different backgrounds on here and that we can all hopefully come together mm-hmm. to have the common ground of respect and also learning from experiences and so yeah. Um, thank you for sharing that, because that can be a hard thing when we talk about specific hot button topics. But um, yeah, just the pandemic in general has just been really difficult yeah. and just um, a lot of social injustice and things that we will continue to see over time that can definitely play a huge role in just how people see things and how we move forward as a mm. people going forward, too. All right, so we are yeah. going to have one that I thought would be really fun for you. So this is a song called Kid. Mm. And one of the lyrics you have is you mm-hmm. give and you give and it turns into nothing. You go, you got to hold on. So my actual question is, what is one thing that you hold on to that means the world to you? Hmm. I, I, I'm already loving this podcast, by the way. I just, I like, I like your, your approach is really cool. Um, man. Well, I mean, I think for me, you, you know, I'm, I'm always trying to hold on to the few things that like, I really hold high, which are, um, family and art and just kind of my own personal integrity. And, you know, everyone, that, that means different things to everybody, but to me, I just feel like I need to be, um, as an artist, I need to be true to, to who I am and what I really want to say, even when that's maybe not the most like commercially viable thing to say. Um, and then, um, you know, within my own personal life, just trying to hold on to what whatever the right thing is and the, the next right thing for my family and for my you know my, my wife and my kids and those sorts of things are things worth fighting for even when they're not even when they're the harder thing or when they're the inconvenient thing those are the you know i would try to hold on and do the best i can in those situations and i love that you mentioned about like your wife and kids because um being a parent can be one of the hardest things um for a lot of individuals and like having kids are one thing, but being a parent and actually being a, you know, for some people stay at home parents or you traveling, going on the road and being away from home, that can be really daunting for you. But I feel like that's what makes you stronger. That's things that they'll remember growing up and knowing the sacrifices you've made, um, not only for the betterment of, of mm-hmm. their lives, but that you really did all that you could to show them, you know, what a positive father looks like. And I think that's a great thing. Not everyone grows up with that and I think that you're doing a great job of being able to show that to them that's great oh thanks man you you put a nice spin on that I I harbor a lot of guilt about uh you know traveling and being away and and um I hope that they they see it like that one day I hope so too and I think it's it's just having that talk with them I'm just saying you know there's you know what might be a great suggestion I've just thought about this like you keeping like a scrapbook of like different places you're going like different programs of like concerts or different you know like things that you've experienced or pictures and like scrapbook it and then be able to show them in the Mm -hmm. future of each year those experiences you've had and and maybe on the side of whatever picture or something you have you write down you know like the highs and lows I call them like roses and thorns like 
what are some negative things being away from you can be a thorn, but mm-hmm. the rose was, you know, when I come home and I see you guys, you know, what that means to me, just being able to travel the world and, and, you know, pay it forward. Man, that, yeah, that's an awesome idea. Yeah. I, I should, I'm going to, you kind of got me, my gears turned. I'm going to think about that because it would be nice to, you know, not just bring a toy home or something, but to actually kind of have an ongoing, you know, some sort of diary of sorts that, yeah, I love that. And then Thanks. even like for your wife, another one would be for like for her of like, it might be something where you kind of plan. Well, I'm, I'm probably, she's probably gonna love this idea, but, <laughs> but like maybe once. And yeah, no, Hey, wait, before you go any further, don't, don't, don't throw me out of the, don't set the expectations too high. You know what I mean? I didn't. No, okay, I, I okay, didn't. okay. Okay. All right. Good. Come on, JD, let me finish. No, like, don't on, set don't me up for failure. Here. Okay. <laughs> so maybe I was going to say like something where y'all come up with an idea of things that you want to do. Like that could be locally or maybe something once every six months or something that y'all plan. And then y'all just pull it out of a hat and just decide, Hey, this is what we'll do. And it's something that y'all both plan. And then see if it, you know, mm-hmm. at the end you write, you know, something that you experienced, like what was the surprise of the actual event itself? Then it had to be something like really expensive because I wasn't going to say like buying a new ring because she, she'd be like, yeah, I love that idea. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's less likely. So. <laughs> but I think that's a great idea, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I that might that. be something fun. And then that way the kids can be a part of one and maybe they get to choose that might be something like something fun they want to do. And then y'all do something for them. Um, even like like an escape room, totally. something, or going to a theme park, or whatever. Like it's just something that could be fun out yeah. the blue. I love that. Yeah. No. Thanks. Thanks for those ideas. That's awesome. Yeah. It's something to kind of um, look forward to when we when we are together. And uh, yeah, I dig that. Thanks. Okay. No problem. So, <laughs> our next one we have is I don't want to be right. And so the lyrics I have is I don't want to be old. I don't want to be young. I want to be just enough. So I want you to tell me something you learned about yourself from your younger years that you currently apply in your adulthood. And then the second part of that is, what is your definition of the word wisdom? Great questions. (laughs) Tough questions, man. Um, I feel like I should have done push-ups before this or something, you know? Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah, well, okay. Um, Something that, well, one thing that I, so is it what I learned about myself when I was young or just something I learned when I was young? Um, it can be either something that you've learned about yourself or something that you've learned in your younger years that you currently apply as an adult. Okay. Well, I tell you what, given that song choice, which is kind of a song about like a stubbornness to maybe not so much trusting your gut, but a stubbornness to, to who you are and what you're going for amidst maybe some pushback from different parts of your life. I think uh, as a kid, I learned kind of about my own personal stubbornness and how I can, um, I can be stubborn in all ways, but sometimes you can kind of um, like harness that stubbornness toward, toward something. And so, um, you know, as I've gotten older, uh, well, here I am stubbornly trying to be a musician kind of in the uphill climb of that many would say horrible decision, you know, um, but, but I'm just, I was, I've been able to kind of use um, my own kind of personalities, stubbornness, I suppose, toward that goal and, and kind of channel it towards something, you know, creating art and, and, and whatnot that, uh, that feels worthwhile and feels like maybe a, a good way to, to push a, an otherwise maybe frustrating personality trait. Um, and I think uh, the definition of wisdom, uh, well, I mean, I, I, can, I, know the, I know the more formal definition of wisdom too well, which isn't it something like the intersection point of knowledge and experience. Um, and I would say that, and that's pretty close to, to my understanding of it too. I think wisdom is, is uh, you know, when you're maybe in a, in a snap judgment sort of way, pulling on everything that you've experienced in the past um, and, and kind of using that against the information you have and the 
present. If that makes sense. I think it definitely makes sense. And I think like, as we get older, I always tell people, it's not that we're older, that we become wiser. I think that we have to also be willing to use the information and the experiences and grow from it, but also to cultivate new loving relationships through wise choices as well. And, and kids can teach you wisdom. Um, you know, we can learn from our mistakes, but we also have to have that honesty and willingness to do something about the choices we've made. And I, I, I don't think that what you're doing, you know, is a far-fetched thing at, you know, as we get older, I think we're going to get older anyway. And so why not mm. continue to pursue something that is going to not only benefit you and help put you in a centered position to, you know, live out that, that dream that you've had, but that you have actually accomplished things already in your musical career that not many people would ever think could be accomplished. So I think that you actually show people that, you know, just because you have a family and you have a wife and you are proud of those things, you know, you don't have to hide that. And in the music industry, unfortunately, that is something that people hide a lot of things um, in order to be successful and they're not living in their truth. So I think that you being a family guy and being supportive by your family to continue in your career and that you do make genuinely great music, I think like that motivates a lot of people that they can say, hey, I want to be like JD because at least he's doing something he loves, but he's also influencing a lot of people by writing amazing lyrics and, and singing about stuff that we all are going through. Man, thanks, Gerald. Man, I'm, I tell you what, I'm, I'm really glad we're recording this because I might need to listen back to that on some dark days. I, that's, I really appreciate you saying that. Abs- absolutely. Yeah, I, I love just speaking the truth and I, I don't rehearse that. I feel like we have to be able to be authentic and speak what we know and what we, we experience with a person. And I'm pretty intuitive when I talk to people. I'm like, I know when people are having those rough moments and, you know, sometimes we have to go back and listen. So that's why I, for myself, I write down positive mantras. And um, as a counselor, I have my clients, we do something called Monday mantras. And so I have them to write down, you know, what they're feeling free verse style based on a mantra that we have each week. And so it gives them opportunity to kind of see, hey, you know, I can find a perspective that applies to me, even in something that maybe I didn't think I connected with. And so, yeah, going back and listening and sharing and, and even recording, listening to your recordings, I know that has to be therapeutic at times where you're like, wow, I can't believe I wrote this lyric. And, you know, it's, it's something that resonates today. Yeah, oh, that's cool. Yeah. I, I will say, though, usually when I listen back, I have that uh, voicemail um, syndrome, you know, when you hear your own voice in a voicemail and you're like, that's me. Um, so I have a, more than half the time I'm like, I don't I don't want to hear anymore. But every once in a while, yeah, it is nice to kind of, um, you know, to feel good about something you did and, and remember that you know, you're on the right path or whatnot. So, yeah, you're right. Well, I'm the same way, JD, especially with recording a podcast, because things can happen. Like we can have an audio issue or things can go. I'm like, oh, man, I didn't screw that up or something. And Or it's something <laughs> that's not out of our control where both of us have done everything right. And, and it's just the system itself. And I'm like, you know what? I talked to a person that made time for me and I made time for them. And it's going to impact the person who needs to impact. And so that helps me to not beat myself up because I'm never going to be perfect. But I can be perfectly mm-hmm. imperfect. And that's okay. And so, love that. love that. All right. So, I got another one for you. This is our last one in the lightning round. And so, I wanted to do two by mm-hmm. two. And so, your lyrics mm-hmm. you have is I want to make sure I can be enough for you. You taught me how to lift someone up. So, who has been one of your biggest influences growing up? And what was it like writing this song that was inspired by and written for the novel Two by Two by Nicholas Sparks? 
Yeah, that's a great question. That that song was was a different kind of uh, um, process because yeah, I was I was referring to the story of this novel and 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 um, you know kind of the, the characters and their own um, you know the struggles that those characters are dealing with and then trying to kind of um, really reduce or boil it down to a song and you know fit it in three or four minutes or whatever. So there was that component, but you can't like you know you're I always say like you're in any art you make. So even when you're um, you know, you're portraying this, like the, this, a different character as you're singing a song or whatever, you're, you're still in there somewhere. And so, so for me, I, I try to think about my own relationships. Um, at the time when I, when I was writing that, I, I didn't have children, but my, my daughter was on the way. And, um, and I, so I kind of thought about both uh, what I was feeling and expecting to be a father. And then also my memories as a kid um, with my own father and my mother and kind of what that dynamic was with my parents. And, this idea that, you know, sometimes uh, you get, well, it's that idea that you, you sometimes get as much as you give, but also you, you sometimes have to, in the process of helping another person, you, you're helped. And so the, the two by two song it, for me was a lot about kind of the, the give and take in any relationship and how it, even, even when maybe you're the one that's quote unquote helping that you're also being helped and, that, and how that can kind of feed off its, off itself, I guess. I think you explained that really well, JD, because it kind of goes into one of the words I love to talk about, which is altruism. And when you can do things in an altruistic fashion where you're helping someone, the gift that you receive is just that you are sharing yourself and you're being authentic and you're helping someone in, in need. And and so I think that's why I love music, because music is a gift and it's something that we can use um, to connect so many different cultures and different backgrounds of people and say, Okay, one thing we have, the common ground we have is is what we were able to process in that that song or in that those lyrics. And so I love lyrical content in songs because it just reminds you of how we can move forward and find that peace within ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for listening and, and looking at these lyrics too. I appreciate that. That's really cool. Sometimes you get on a podcast and they're just like, so uh, you know. Do you write the melody first, or <laughs> so this is, you're really you're it's, it's enjoyable to be part of this? Thanks, man. Oh, no problem. And like I said, I'm a huge fan, so I, I definitely wanted to make sure I do my research and make sure everything Thanks, is correct for sure. All right, you did great in the lightning round questions. You did really well. All right. All right. So now I have some harder questions for you. Are you like, oh Lord, it's harder. <laughs> okay. I've already defined wisdom, so this is gonna go somewhere tough, I imagine. <laughs> well, it is. All right. So the first part we have is who are your top five musical artists and albums of all time? And how did these artists and albums reshape your musical career? Okay. Whew. Um, okay. So I'm gonna try to do these off the cuff here. Um, top five artists, top five albums. Okay. Um, Paul Simon, The Beatles, James Taylor. Mm. Let's, I'll do a couple of modern ones. I, I love, even though they get a lot of hate, I love Coldplay. And it's another. And and David Gray. So those are the five artists. Oh, um, love that. Why does Coldplay get a lot of negative state? I well, love Coldplay. Man, me too. Now, you know what? I think it's kind of like they're victims of their own success. It's when, uh, you know, they've just, they're just, they're such a big band that I think it's just easy to, you know, kind of rag on, on big bands. But I, I just feel like every album they put out pushes some sort of like sonic boundary. They're always kind of reinventing themselves and you might not love every iteration, but they're always doing something, you know, artistically, um, 
motivated even when even when it's commercial there's like an artistic component so i just i just respect that a lot that they're able to kind of do that and still be so successful so um i fight for those guys i always kind of give a rant about that one whenever somebody gives me a hard time about coldplay but um and that's that's i guess honestly that exact thing is, is what i like about a lot of those bands i mentioned um paul simon he's he's kind of the master of um you know he'll he'll he goes to different countries. He works with all different cultures when, as he makes his music, he also just you know, compositionally, he's, has does interesting things with time signatures here and there. And, and melodically, sometimes he'll, I listened to this interview. Uh, I think it was, yeah, it was an interview where he was talking about, he'd record like a chord progression and then he'd use the software and the recording, um, um, like in there, in the, on the computer, in the recording software, he would flip and reverse the, 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 um, audio and then he'd write a song over top of that so he's always just doing like unpredictable or you know off the wall things to kind of inspire himself in, into new new corners of his own creative uh, process and I, I really respect that kind of stuff so i think of all the, the acts that i mentioned you know that that's kind of a component i mean you know i mentioned the beatles they're like a wonderful example of, of they've got real poppy kind of straight ahead stuff and they've also got things that are so weird it's hard to it's hard to even dive into them um and i, I just i love bands that aren't afraid to, to kind of do that um even when they have like a commercial responsibility to kind of think about their audience and stuff like that so so and and i guess album wise um that's a tough one but uh i would say um i like cream uh wheels of fire um I like uh, from the Beatles, yeah, you can take your pick, probably Magical Mystery Tour. Um, Viva, Viva La Vida, um, Coldplay. Um, let's, let's get two more going here. Uh, Continuum, John Mayer. I think that's a great um, record for ly lyrics and grooves mm -hmm. and guitar playing. And I agree. Yeah, man, some of the drumming on that record, record is... It's Steve, Steve Jordan, I think he either produced it or co-produced it with mayor man some awesome stuff on that um and fifth one come on jd do uh parachutes coldplay there's too many man five isn't five, i gotta i need a i need a deeper list than five but let's go with those <laughs> okay <laughs> you did well on that so i'm i'm gonna play along with you on this one okay um, yeah my, mine actually changes all the time but definitely Tori Kelly is okay. one of my favorite singers. So she's definitely mm. one. Yeah, she's amazing. Seen her in concert a few times and I'm dying to have her on this podcast. So if she ever hears this, like I, I will just probably pass out if I get on here, but <laughs> Tori, <laughs> come on. Like we've been waiting Tori. And then I actually <laughs> talked to <laughs> some people who know Tori Kelly and I'm like, can y'all just, please just let her know. I want to talk to her. That's all. Just, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Tori Kelly. Get on the sing, Tori. Yeah, just just one minute. That's all we need. So, <laughs> Tori Kelly's definitely one of my top five artists. Prince, of course, being two. Mm, that's great. Answer. I mean, just love Prince. You two, I love you two. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's three. Um, four. Oh, Anita Baker. Okay. Yeah. And five. Hmm. Five is a hard. Oh, Peebo Bryson. Oh, cool. Okay. So I've always been a huge people writing fan since I was younger, like just a huge fan of his. And oh, so those are my five. And then album wise, people Bryson's greatest hits. Love that. I could listen to that all the time. Anita Baker, her first album, Tony Braxton's first album, which I'm surprised I didn't put her in there. Brandy full moon, which I could listen to that mm. 
left and right. I know all the, the lyrics of that one. That's a great one. And then Jasmine Sullivan's first album. Hmm. I don't know that one. Okay. Yeah, you got to look up Jasmine Sullivan. Like, she's okay. the African-American version of Adele. She just doesn't get the credit that she hmm. should get. Uh, but Man, okay, I'll she is an amazing singer. She reminds me of, like, Lauren Hill, a mixture of oh, her cool. vibe, and she has just an amazing voice. But, and I, of course, Adele. I mean, I, I just, every album Adele has released, I mean, come hmm. on. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, she's pretty undeniable. <laughs> You did great on that. You did really well on that one. Oh, yeah, uh, thanks. All right. So I have another one for you. If you could give your okay. younger self one piece of advice, you have to choose an age. What would you tell young Jay? Hmm. I, uh, hmm. Okay. I would say this is advice. I, don't, I wish I could remember where I heard this. It wasn't too long ago, but I just don't remember where I heard it. It's been, it's, it sounds like some famous quote, but I just don't know who said it. But I, I, I really like this line that is, uh, don't be the best, be the only. Um, in other words, you know, there's no way you can be the best at any one thing. There's always somebody else who's going to be better. And, and it's kind of a, a rabbit hole not worth chasing. But but you can be the one thing that you are really well. You know, you can really dive into who you are and doing that right. So I think... Um, you know, I, I remember me as a kid, you know, there's a period of time where I really wanted to be, you know, the best guitar player. So I spent hours doing scales or, you know, that, chasing some kind of ambition that really doesn't make sense. And if I had just kind of been a little bit straighter of an arrow toward, uh, you know, writing the song that was the most honest, that, I'd probably be better for it. So I think that's, I'd say, don't be the best, be the only. I love that. I've never heard that before. And I think that's a great quote. And that's a good quote for even my clients. I can use that as well because a lot of times they can compare themselves. That's with anybody, especially when you do a mental health, you you look at, you know, the differences that people have and, and th- that uniqueness makes us different. And and so I think that's a great quote. I definitely am going to use yeah. that for sure. Nice. I wish I could remember where it came from now. <laughs> Man. So I have probably as easy as a Google. Yeah, we got to Google that and figure out who actually <laughs> came up with that. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. So, JD, you have one more question left. You did really well today, I have to admit. Really great job. Man, thanks for, thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So, what's next for you, and how can our listeners find you on? Sure. Um, so, I'm kind of um, coming up real quick on, a, on an album release on uh, February 11th. So, uh, you know, just a couple of weeks from, from when we're, we're talking right now. Um, so I've got a new record coming out in February, which I'm really excited about. Um, and I'll be um, touring, limited touring, you know, given everything going on in the world, but um, trying to do some, some safe and, um, you know, some, a, a few choice uh, cities kind of tour around this release. So is that going on? And you can find um, all my music's on streaming um, and uh, JD Iker, JD E-I-C-H-E-R, dot com is a good kind of hub for social media and streaming sites and all that stuff jd you have been nothing but a pleasure and i'm just so glad to have you on black canvas and i can't wait to hopefully have you back on space between which is my second podcast oh, cool. and i yeah. we would love to hear you sing live for sure I, yeah i love that man thank you thanks for having me this is it's a really nice thing that you're doing i appreciate being part of it Well, I appreciate you being a part of it as well. And let's remember you guys to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. Well, I just am so grateful to know you, JD, and we will keep in contact. And we're going to schedule hopefully very soon. Um, Once the new music is out, we want to have you back and we will love to hear your music, your old music and your new music as well. Thanks, man. Thank you, Jerry. All right. No problem. You have a great night, JD. 
You too. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Oh,